everyone, thanks again for tuning in to Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So tonight we're going to be talking about We Are the Fire by Sam Taylor. This was the Book of the Month winner on the Sin's Workshop. It was a winner, not the last month's winner. Um, and it follows Pran and Oksana, two children who were taken from their homes um, at a young age and made into soldiers through experimentation and magic. I will say the cover of the novel itself is very captivating. I did like it. Um, but what didn't really work out for me with the story was, you know, I can't really pinpoint it. Um, I don't know if I was just too mentally exhausted when I first started reading this, but I tried, I started it twice. Um, at two different points. I started at once during my lunch break and I started it again, you know, uh, there's an hour I like to reserve once the kids are asleep before I go to bed. Um, if I have the energy, you know, I'll read for an hour, maybe longer, depending on how hooked I am in, in the book. And I could not get into it. Um, and I have the book, I have the physical book, but it being a winner, you know, I do ha I do have a duty to review it. Um, that is my promise to all to all the winners. Um, I'm going to review your book, right? If you are a book of the month winner, unfortunately for me, I, I, it was really hard getting into. So I ended up using one of my Audible credit credits. I know I'm always on about. Amazon and everything, but, um, you know, I used one of my audible credits and I, you know, decided to listen to the book. At least this way I was able to at least stay engaged for the most part. I will say the production value of the audiobook was really well done. I was able to capture my attention and it was able to hook me which unfortunately me reading the paperback was un I was unable to just stay focused reading it again I don't know that's to be just because I was just mentally exhausted emotionally exhausted you know it's been a it's been a bit of a month for me um but you know I I books are like my escape I love to read um, so the fact that I wasn't able to get into it does say a lot, um, for me personally. That being said, I still ultimately didn't find the book to be 100% memorable, unfortunately. Um, I can't say that I love this book. You know, I, I, I did, I can't say I hated it either. Um, somewhere in the middle. I liked things about it and I was just left wanting a lot more by the end of the day. Like I said, it follows two kids um, and they're, you know, young adults now or new adults. You know, they're probably between 16 and 18, right? And they've been experimented on. They have fire. They have magic and they are now warriors, right? Um, they were turned into weapons. They are children soldiers. 
And I think that that concept itself is a very mature concept. I will give it to Taylor. She did do they. They did, I don't know the pronouns. So they did an excellent job with kind of bringing to life um, this really, this very real concept of child soldiers. Um, and then you have a rebellion. There's something going wrong. They start to investigate and they just say, you know what? We're sick of this. We, we don't want to be soldiers. We don't want to fight in this war. We don't want to be these fire wielding weapons of terror to be used against our own people. So they start to kind of, you know, begin their own rebellion, right? Overall, the plot itself, like I said, staring at my notes, I can't really pinpoint exactly specifics because, again, I didn't find the story that memorable. But what I did find memorable was this discussion of morality, of ethics, of humanity. They want these two characters. They both want to escape. But not just for themselves. They want to just end everything. They want to end the terror of, you know, the emperor. They want to put an end to the kidnappings. They want to free their people. So what happens is they both take different routes towards their rebellion. You know, they are sharing their rebellion, but they both have different ideals about it. And that's when the story becomes really engaging. You know, this discourse between them of... What do we risk in order to be free? What do we risk? You know, there is a saying that to kill a monster means to become one, but does it really have to be, you know? These characters are doing a lot of things that can tarnish their soul and their humanity. There is a lot of question of, how do we handle this situation without becoming a monster? How do we handle this situation without becoming like the ones who abused us and tortured us and, you know, turned us into weapons? Like, we don't want that. So there is a lot of questioning here. There is a lot of, like I said, I didn't hate the book. You know, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Um, but I did like this aspect of the storytelling, how it does take into account, you know, Actions do have consequences. Does the end result excuse you and save you ultimately from becoming like your oppressors or do you become an oppressor? Especially, you know, some classic fairy tales see Snow White hinting at becoming the next evil queen. So that's kind of, I know that was a little bit of a tangent, but that's kind of where the story is going, you know. And there is this discourse between the characters, between Pran and Oksana. And I like the discourse because it does give some substance to their romance as far as the story goes. Yes, early on you get to see that they're swoonly in love, but it's not very believable, you know. But as the story progresses, as they begin to develop um, what they are willing to do and discuss it and debate, you know, what is morally and ethically okay for them to do, um, 
you're really seeing who these two characters are and what they mean to each other and it really does do a nice balance for the romance it does give some more credibility because these two characters are going in different directions but their paths converge quite often that it allows their romance to really grow and blossom by the end of it you know these are characters they're not just romantic buddies they're friends they are friends i like that i like that there is some substance there to their romance because right to start on them off you know um pretty sure he says i want to kiss you right from the beginning and i'm like oh god that's cheesy and it's just like eh. um like come on it just didn't leave a whole lot of room except the author was able to take a step back from that and regrow their romance through the tension and through the events of the story you know there's lots of push there's lots of pull there's lots of growth there's lots of them analyzing who they are as characters and they are really driving the narrative forward because as far as the story goes i can't really remember specific scenes but i do remember the story i do remember the characters drive i do remember this discussion i do remember um the tension between the characters. So I think they really are the driving force of the whole narrative. That being said, I wish there had been something more memorable about the story. I mean, it just feels like a bunch of fuzz to me, like blurred. It's blurred. It's very blurred for me. Like I'm looking at it, replaying in my head, and so it's like me trying to read without my glasses. That's how blurry it is. Um, and I need my my glasses. I'm blind without them. <laughs> These are prescription. Um, so I think it's just. I wanted something more memorable from the story than what I got. Granted, you know, I do think it does have a lot of merit worth you know, a lot of merit and it is worthy of discussion, especially when you're debating, you know, the ethics and the morals and the humanity of the story. Like, what does it mean to save everyone? Do you risk your own soul in order to save everyone? Or is there a way you can save everyone without sacrificing your own humanity? I liked that that plays into the story. I do think it does give the story over some depth overall. But that's really the only thing I can find memorable about the story. Um, I mean, when Prent, when it, I forget which was, is which was which. Oh, my daughter is awake. Um, <laughs> gotta wrap this up. One of the characters does get further experimented on. Um, and her power becomes even more inflamed, pun intended. So I thought that was a really memorable scene, especially because it does strip her of much of her humanity um, at certain points, and she does become a monster. So you're really seeing, you know, actions and then manipulation take away humanity. And them, these characters, trying so hard to hold on to their 
humanity. So, you know, it really is a good, interesting read. Um, was it the best thing I've read this year? No, unfortunately not. Uh, I Again, I wanted something more. I wanted something more memorable. The fact that it was really hard for me to get into to begin with kind of did... Um, dampened my mood i wasn't as engaged overall into the storytelling but i will say the production of the audiobook did at least hook me it did capture my attention it did keep me engaged long enough to um finish the book but again i it just didn't find it memorable overall um like actual scenes you know like can i tell you what the story's about sure can i pinpoint certain scenes probably not I'm trying right now the only one I can think of is when um, there's a girl who gets um, caught and she is burned alive and she's singing a song that was a pretty good scene um, and she's kind of the catalyst for the um, Prana Noxana taking the rebellion to the next level, and then you also have um, when Prana Noxana really challenged the Emperor. I mean, but those are like midway to the end things, you know, and they're very far apart. <laughs> but there are very few scenes that I can actually pinpoint to you right now and recall with clarity. So, um, and I can't really, yeah, I just wanted it to be more memorable. And for me, you know, it just felt a little lackluster, unfortunately. So I have to give it three out of five stars. I do love the debate, uh, and I do love the discussion of, you know, ethics and morality and humanity. Um, that I did like, um, because there are a lot of characters who do some ethically, questionable things but they do it in the name of good and then you're just like well does that outweigh it no but it's something to discuss you know it is something worthy of discussion and I like books that do offer a chance for discussion so I'm gonna give this book three out of five stars um, don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast um, hope you all have a great rest of your day and as always happy reading Thank you.